Hey guys, I want to talk to you real quick and ask, what would you do? What would your house look like if you, the mama, took a week off? If you were gone for a week, unavailable, and just left it to the rest of the people that live there? Or just left it? That you were using it, you maybe were in and out, but you weren't home to do the things. Maybe you were taking care of someone. Maybe you just were really busy at work and you just were not able to do anything at home for the entire week. What would your house look like? How long would it take you to recover from that week? For my house with six people in it, a lot would have gone on (laughs) during that week. A lot. But I still can do it. I have set up my house and I have set up systems for not just myself, but for my clients as well that help to make it easy to catch up. If I'm gone for an entire week, my kids aren't going to do their own laundry. My younger children are not going to do their own laundry. My husband probably won't do his laundry if he's watching the kids. Um, However, we have a system set up for our laundry, so it is so easy for me to catch up on everyone's laundry. I go to families' houses and they have, (laughs) I go to visit people, have clients, and they have multiple laundry baskets full of clothes and towels and all kinds of stuff just waiting to be folded and put away. But when I see that at my house, like we don't do that. We haven't had but one laundry basket for more than six years, more than six years. We've only had one laundry basket. Um, it's been a really, probably 10 years. We've had one laundry basket. I just have only had one laundry basket as long as I can remember, and it keeps it from piling up, waiting to be put away. Now, now, remember when I had my third child, it took me seven months to catch up on the laundry. So I've been there. He's nine. Um, But I only had one laundry basket, so I would bring the clean clothes from the dryer all the way upstairs to his bedroom, dump it on the guest bed that was in there, and fold it while we were in there. And it took a long time for me to find a system that kept that chaos from being a normal part of life. But when I started folding the clothes out of the dryer, I didn't want to dump that basket out. I wanted to put that stuff away so I didn't have to refold it. And then I figured out that it was a lot easier to just put away one person's clothes. So instead of having to go in three different bedrooms to put stuff away, I only had to go in one room with that basket of clean folded laundry. Those are the things that I've done since then. I've put those systems in place in my home. Those, you know, those, that organized system of managing the laundry so that we can catch up. Now we only have a certain amount of dishes and right now we have lost half of our 80% of our forks. We're down to four forks for six people. (laughs) I don't know what happened with them. I don't know if the kids threw them away, if they took them outside, if they were digging with them. I have no idea. All I know is we've only had four forks. So those are on order, (laughs) but my goodness, we have a system in the kitchen so that the dishwasher runs at night. And then we have clean dishes in the morning and it's easy to put them away while we're packing lunches and getting stuff ready. Or if we're not, you know, if 
somebody's not leaving right away in the morning, they can empty the dishwasher for the rest of us that are running out the door. It makes it easy to maintain the kitchen. However, it took a long time for me to get to that place where I was waking up to a clean kitchen and clean dishes in the kitchen. I was going to bed for years with dishes piled up in the sink, dirty countertops, the dishwasher um, still clean from yesterday, so I couldn't even load it or I had forgotten to run it the day before. Anyways, it just those things that mess up the systems and <laughs> cause things to get behind really do, they really do cause everyone in the house to be off their game. It puts everyone behind on what they're supposed to be doing when the kitchen isn't ready, when the laundry is backed up, when there's no clean towels anywhere to be found, <laughs> when we didn't get to the grocery store and we're out of certain things. Like these are things that have to be put into our routine that have to be worked into our sis, our schedule for the week. And as a stay-at-home mom, I've been there. As a working mom, I've been there. As a working from home mom, I've been there. Like I understand all of these struggles. As a mom who has other people's kids in the house, multiple babies, multiple toddlers, I have been there for years. I've been there. So whatever your excuse is, caregiving, I've done that too. Um, all these things, suffering from migraines, being sick while having little kids. And I've still managed to get these systems in place and to be able to get rid of enough of the clutter so that it's easy to put the house back together. Even when I'm sick, even when I've been off my game for a little while, even when it has been complete chaos over here and things just have not gone as planned. I can still do it in a reasonably short amount of time. I can put the house together for a guest with an hour's notice. Like, no, I do not want to. Yes, that is stressful. Yes, that is a lot, <laughs> but it's possible. And I'm not humiliated. Like if I had a guest surprise me today, what would I have to do? Number one, sweep and vacuum the entryway. Number two, clean the toilets. Number three, Make sure that the towels were actually in the bathrooms <laughs> because my kids, all, almost all of my kids use the master bathroom. So we don't maintain the towels in the kids' bathroom, but every two weeks. So make sure that the towels are actually put in there because with my son that has ADHD, he will put the towels away and they will be in the linen closet where the sheets go, not in the bathroom closet where the towels go. <laughs> Or he will have them all in the rags basket, which is downstairs. And there will be no towels upstairs for the, the, half, the kids' bathroom. So this is, they don't use it hardly ever. They brush their teeth in there. They use the toilet in the morning. But they really don't use that bathtub hardly ever. So it's not a big deal. Um, but if we have guests coming, we have to quick change the sheets on the guest bedroom. I have an extra set of sheets in the linen closet. It's a quick swap. Make sure they have a clean blanket. Um you know, maybe sweep and vacuum the floor, but really there's not a whole lot else that I would have to do. I already have dinner planned with leftovers intended. So if we have extra guests, we can quickly give them our leftovers, like the left, the portion that I was saving for the next meal or the leftovers that would go to our guests. It would not be 
a huge inconvenience. This is what I want for you. This is what I want for everyone. I want you to be able to have someone come over. I want you to be able to go away for a weekend, a week, get some time away and live your life and have your house be functional when you get back. You know, you need to place a grocery order. Um, You know, you have to run some laundry. You know, you have to do a quick run through and put the little kids stuff back where it goes, you know, collect their shoes that they left somewhere, uh, pick up the Legos they left in the living room and take them back to the playroom. You know, what is it that is, you know, that I can do all of that in less than 15, I mean, less than 20 minutes. I can do all of that stuff. And it really doesn't take a long time. The longest time is probably um, making the bed and changing the sheets and vacuuming. Like the vacuuming is going to take the longest time because you have to go back and forth across the whole floor, right? That's going to take the longest time. I can make the bed in five minutes and have the bed ready and looking pretty for a guest. Um, But like, what do you have to do to get your house to that point? Are you still so overwhelmed with the clutter in your home? that you can't even think about vacuuming the floor or planning your meals. Maybe you just are so behind in the kitchen and you haven't cooked or planned meals in so long that you don't even know where to start. I didn't cook at all. I did not cook until I had my third child. When I was pregnant with my third child, my husband's job changed and he was home with the kids for four days and I was out of town for four days. And then he was at work for really long days. Like, I don't know, he worked almost 40 hours in three days. So it was an exhausting three days of work for him, but then he was off for four days. So that was so much fun, but we, that was when we started cooking. That was I was pregnant with my third child. We'd already been married for a really, really long time. And we had not cooked. We'd been married more than 10 years at that point, And we had not cooked at home consistently ever. We both worked different schedules. Um, we were rarely home to eat together. If we were, we certainly didn't want to go to the grocery store, cook and clean up. So we went out to eat. It was easier with just two of us and two kids that could share a kid's meal or just eat some of our plate or share an appetizer. Like it was so much easier to go out to eat with just a few kids, you know, just two kids and us on different schedules. But once we added that third kid in, it wasn't so easy to go out to eat anymore. It wasn't so easy to, um, pack up all the kids. I was tired. I didn't want to take my kids to, (laughs) to go sit down at a restaurant. I wanted to sit down at home and let them be able to get up when they were finished and go play while I sat there and relaxed and enjoyed letting my food digest for a minute. Um, That was what I wanted. And so we started cooking more. My son was diagnosed with ADHD in kindergarten. And he, um, so I started researching, how can I help him without having to medicate him every day, right? How can I help him to thrive? And so we removed all the food coloring. I stopped buying anything with food coloring in it, um, especially the reds and yellows, because I could tell he was, they triggered him. They would stay in his system for a long time. Um, I started um, being 
you know, making sure to add more vegetables into my meals and doing simple things to just give more nutrition. The things that we already liked, I would just add a little bit more vegetables or, um, you know, if I was baking bread or something, I would add some seeds and some omegas in there, like some chia seeds and flax seeds that they wouldn't notice, <laughs> but that they would get more nutritious stuff in there. Um, making smoothies at home, and instead of going out for ice cream, we would make smoothies and I would put leafy vegetables, those dark leafy vegetables that are so important to our, our health. I would sneak those in there and make them smoothies. We did, um, I would put beet powder even in the pancakes when I make pancakes for the kids. And it turns a, a beautiful shade of pink. And uh, if you put a little cinnamon with that, the kids just absolutely loved it. And adding a little protein powder to the pancakes or using some almond flour, you know, a portion of um, a more protein-rich flour instead of just your basic flours. Uh, man, like just little changes to make a little bit, make your meal a little bit healthier. That was what I did for my kids. And it was those little changes over time that have made the biggest difference. Just sorting my kids' laundry so that I only washed that bedroom's laundry every, like, I didn't have to go in different rooms to put the laundry away. It was one room. When my boys shared a room, I would put each person's laundry. They were completely different sizes, so it was very noticeable the difference. Um, and I would just put them in two different stacks. But then I've realized since then that was more work in the sorting process. It was easier to have them in separate baskets. So now I have my younger children, it's a boy and a girl and they're sharing a room and they have their own baskets. Now, obviously it's very easy to tell most of the time boy clothes and girl clothes. So if they did have to both be washed at the same time, I can still do that, but it's harder to put them away because I'm making two stacks. I'm going in two different, you know, I'm making two stacks of pants. I'm making two stacks of socks and two stacks of underwear and two stacks of hang up stuff. It's just a little bit more work in the moment where I would, it's a lot faster for me to just put one stack of shirts, one stack of pants, one stack of pajamas, and then put them all away. It's so fast to put them away. It doesn't even take five minutes to put them all away and hang up all the tops so fast if you're only doing one person's laundry. But when I'm having to sort it out in between multiple people's laundry, it really does take longer. And so those are the things that I've done just a little bit at a time. And like the clutter, just a little bit at a time, one grocery bag of clutter that I would just remove and get rid of it because it was in the way. Every time I was in the kitchen, if I was baking or cooking or whatever I was doing in the kitchen, putting dishes away, if something was in the drawer and it got stuck, it was an instant declutter that drawer. And I would pull out a minimum of five things from that drawer to get rid of. I would start, like I really slimmed down everything that I had in the kitchen so that it was really manageable. And I didn't have a lot anyways, but things like glasses that just, you know, it just seems like they break and then you only have a few and then you get another set and then you have multiple sets in there and then none of them are full sets. And so you have just this mix of glasses and then everybody seems to think that you need extra mugs, right? So you have tons of mugs and then you get a souvenir mug and your kids come home with mugs and 
there's so many mugs and some of them have chips on the rim or on the handles or they're cracked somewhere on the handle and like just all of these things, then they could be thrown away. Like they could be gotten rid of. You don't need to save those things because you have them. I go through and get rid of that sort of thing frequently, consistently. If I'm buying myself a new set of glasses, which I don't typically do often, I will donate a ton of glasses before I do that. So I have one cabinet that has beautiful matching glasses in it and it looks so clean and simple. And goodness, I I see like so many people when I go in their houses, they are feeling so frustrated because they have all these things. They have crock pots because they bought a new one or someone gifted them a new appliance and it doesn't work right or it's not their favorite. They go back to their (laughs) old trusty um, crock pot that they've had for ages and that's the one they're comfortable using and they haven't used the new thing. I mean, it took me probably four or five years of having an Instapot before I started using it consistently. Like I, I have not used it consistently since I got it. Like my sister-in-law was so sweet to gift it to me and that's been so long ago and I have not used it hardly any until recently. We're making a lot of sweet potatoes and baked potatoes and I finally learned how to cook rice in it. And man, I mean, it has made making dinner so much faster. So it's easy. And these things that I have (laughs) in my clients' houses, when I'm going in their houses or they're, we're doing these video calls and they've got all the stuff on the countertops and they have, they're so stressed out because every time they look in their kitchen, it's never cleaned up. It's always stuff everywhere. And that's because they don't consistently go through it. They don't do the little things. And that that's where we come in and do the SOS call and start here. This is your first step to simplify this space. Go through these cabinets and you need a a place where you know where all of your baking stuff is, all of your uh, breakfast stuff needs to be together. You know, all the stuff that you use, your waffle maker, your toaster, you can put those in one cabinet and put your crock pot and your Instapot and your roasting pan in another cabinet. They don't need to be all together if it's not the way you use it. But you need to move the stuff out of the way that you don't use. Though The fondue set that you've had for 10 years and you haven't opened it yet, like you've only used it once and it was so hard to clean you didn't ever want to do it again you don't need that stop saving that huge container that those things that you know those plug-in little cake pop makers and all those little gadgets the donut makers and things like that or the 57 different cupcake pans that you have or the cake pans from when you used to decorate cakes but you haven't done that in ages because your kitchen's too cluttered to be able to do it You need to either box those up and get them out of your kitchen so that you can create space in your kitchen. Then when you're ready to use them, pull them out to use them, but keep them in a storage place that is like where your holiday stuff is, your birthday party stuff. Where can you keep that that's not in the kitchen? If you you have stuff that you only use for Thanksgiving and Christmas and specific holidays, can you pack it up with your decor? Like it doesn't have to stay in your kitchen 100% of the time if you only use it once a year. There's no need for that. The stuff that you use every day, that stuff has to be prioritized. And I feel like so many times people forget that and they get so distracted with 
all the other things that they forget that it doesn't need to be that they can they can be think out of the box like think outside the box and come up with a different solution that actually works better for your everyday life for the stuff you know you don't need to say that extra coffee pot in the kitchen 100% of the time for your mother-in-law who only comes once or twice a year save it in a drawer in the guest room or something like if you have a space like save it somewhere else out of the way so that you have room in your kitchen for what you need you don't have to save stuff for guests you don't have to if you don't have room for the things that you need for your own family and you feel crowded and cluttered get rid of everything that you don't need for your family Anything that is extra for someone else, for someday, for maybe, for what if. You don't need any of that. Not a single bit of it. Sell it. Donate it. Give it to someone. Put it on the curb and do a curb alert. Share it with your neighbors. Just put a sign out there on it and say free. It is so easy to get that stuff out of here, out of your house. But we hold on to it because we saved it for whatever reason and we've had it for so long that it becomes a part of us and then it feels harder to get rid of and we're still feeling stuck because we haven't gotten rid of it and we can't keep doing that to ourselves we need to be there for our families we need to have the time the energy the mental capacity to be able to do the things that we want to do to live the life that you were meant to live and that was not the life of you feeling frustrated and cluttered by all the things in your home. That is not the life you were meant to live. So if you're feeling that way and you're feeling really stuck, those SOS calls, you can book one at the SOSmom.com. Book that SOS call and let's take a look at your space. Let's go over your schedule and see what we can do. Where can we plan in that regular those weekly things that you have to do, those daily activities, where can we make time, make room in your schedule or make room in your, your home for those things to fit so that you can use them well, so that you can get through your day without being stressed about these things. That is not the way to live. And if you're stuck living that way, you need to book yourself an SOS call and let's see what we can do to get that solution for you. This is something that I do for people all the time, and it really does take, I mean, in just that quick SOS call, you will find the solutions. You will get multiple, multiple ideas to fix that solution, not just one. I usually come up with at least three solutions that could work and potential something that would be right now just an adjustment, like moving things from here to here, or Maybe you need to relocate something to another room um, and then using something from another room, repurposing something, and then a potential, if you could purchase this type of item, this would really be beneficial. You're going to get at least, you know, three different options minimum for how you could fix that space. And I, I just want you to know that you will have an excellent plan that you feel confident will work for your family and for your home and for your space and for your schedule. That is what those calls are for. I want to help you through this. I don't want you to stay stuck in it anymore. I don't want you to feel like you're so overwhelmed and you can't make time for things that are important to you. Let's look at your schedule if that's what's going on. Let's find a time. Let's see what you can rearrange and, and really figure out where your priorities need to be. 
sometimes you just have gotten so stuck in the doing and doing and doing that you forget where your priorities are and even what your priorities are. It's so easy to be stuck in helping everybody all the time. I get that way too sometimes. (laughs) I do. But we have to, we have to step out of our mess and take a look at what's really important. Get that big picture plan in action so that you can start making those little steps. And I don't want you to have to tear apart your whole kitchen and make a huge disaster. I want you to be able to do it in an achievable amount of time, like in one to two minutes. How long does it take you to take a look at a drawer and pull out a couple of things that can be donated or open a cabinet and pull out four mugs that you don't need anymore so you can actually close the cabinet without it banging one together? Like how fast is that? That's less than a minute. You can do this. I know you can. (laughs) I will never give you so much to do that you can't get it done today. I will give you steps that you can achieve and I will give you that big plan. I can even give you visual ideas for what I would like to see in this space instead of what, you you know, where it is. This is a, uh, you know, this is a potential. It could, it could be like this. Um, It could be used like this. This is a way to map out your your time block, your schedule, so that you have time for these things. This is a little change you can do here to make a difference in your schedule and how your evenings go. Maybe you don't need to do that in the evening. Maybe you need to do that in the morning, or maybe you need to do that after the kids go to bed instead of before you put them to bed. You know, what do you need to do? Maybe you need to do that activity before dinner while the kids are playing. You know, there's so many different things that we can change in our schedule. And sometimes you just need that outside perspective someone who's been there, someone who has lived that life, someone who is able to think creatively and not be stuck in the mess to give you that idea that will be like, oh, why didn't I think about that? And it, it sometimes it's just so simple that it just makes perfect sense. That's what I, that's what I hear from my clients all the time. That, oh, why didn't I think of that? Oh, I think that's the Yes, that will work. And then the greatest thing to me is when your husband comes home and he loves what we've done and he can tell and he's excited about it. That is the best. And I will tell you that happens so often now because I've gotten so good at what I do, (laughs) helping people with these SOS calls. They're so fun. So if that's where you are and you're feeling stuck, book your SOS call and get your next steps for what you need to do to get your house simplified, organized, and styled. I love you so much. I'll be back later this week. I will talk to you so soon. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the SOS Mom Show. You can find more of the behind the scenes in our Facebook group, the SOS Mom Show. That's in Facebook groups. And feel free to contact me anytime at hello at the SOSmom.com. I'm here for you. Make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me so that more people can find this show and get unstuck and organized and simplify their lives. All right. Have a blessed day. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?